Welcome to Mommy Issues, a podcast where an ex-reality TV star mom and her reality TV-loving daughter bridge the gap between their generations through celeb news, all things Bravo, and their own personal mommy issues. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the show. Hi, everyone. Hi, Marisol. (laughs) I love, I love this trope in our podcast. Um, Okay, first things first, let me get this off my chest okay i got i got the base layer drop one from kai kylie jenner's clothing line i'm wearing it right now if you're oh i know you've worn it every day like it's a uniform (laughs) i only i wore it that one day because i was trying it on for john liam and i was like here's the thing it's one of those turtlenecks that like you're reborn when you're putting it on because it's so tight that your little head is coming out of it like a fucking vagina out of the womb. So it's a reborn, it's so tight. So it's very hard to take off. It's very hard to put on. That kind of annoy me. No, no, no. I kind of feel like someone's like lightly choking me right now. Oh, but <laughs> this is probably why you like it. You're so weird. <laughs> Anyways, I'm here to say this is the best fucking turtleneck I've ever bought in my life. And it's worth every dime. It okay, is... good. And then nobody's giving you any money for it, but whatever. No, I'm just saying, like I told everybody I'd come back with a review. Here's a review. Get it. Get it. Okay. Um, I feel like it. it's it's a little tight here. <laughs> yeah, and if your neck, checked. if you don't love your neck, it's going to make like little. So if you're older, don't get it. Okay. Do you know what I'm talking about? I know what you're talking you do, about. No, you don't know what I'm talking about. I know what you're talking about because I've seen it on on people like you, aka boomers. <laughs> Not you. Me. I said I've seen it on people like you, boomers. Okay. Okay. That's what I'm saying. Okay. Um, but I also think it, that could wouldn't that help? Like if you wanted to hide that, it's like it's like spanked. It's not no, neck. that's then you gotta do the Diane Keaton, like the and and you know, really do the whole right up to the neck. chin. Yeah, 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 no. And yeah, yeah I live in Miami. I'm gonna move to a colder place. This is my turtleneck all the time. Yeah, that's smart. So you don't even have to worry about right, that exactly. part of aging. Um, but yeah, here to say it's good. It's good. Right, is it fifty six dollars good? Not really, but if you like to be choked, get it. <laughs> okay. Um, all right, let's get into highs and lows. You go first. Okay. Um, nothing. I got Mommy, nothing. Come on. Man. Okay. So what I'm trying to think of highs. <laughs> um, hey, tomorrow's my birthday. Yeah. Tomorrow's your birthday. That's a high. That's a high. And, you know, get to be around for another year and, uh, another trip around the sun. Oh, I can't believe I just said that. I hate when How- people say that. How are you feeling about your birthday? Are you like a birthday blues girly? Are you a? I've never loved myself. Oh, I've never loved birthdays, but it has nothing to do with age because I've never liked my birthday even when I was twenty. So I've never don't like the attention. Don't like, and I don't know why. I don't whatever. Um, you know, I don't know. I I don't know. I, I I don't know how I feel about it. Hmm. That means it's gonna I, hit you like a ton of bricks tomorrow. I don't think I don't think this is the birthday. I don't think this birthday is gonna hit me like a ton of I, I don't know. I just look, I've always felt that um I think birthdays have to do for me. It everybody's different. For me, it has to do with certain things that I've 
accomplished, things that I've set out to do and whether I've done them. And I have been a person that my entire life I've challenged myself right. and I set out to do something and I do it win, lose or draw. So I have failed. I have learned from my failures, but I'm, I'm not, I, I'm kind of fearless. And by saying fearless, I appear fearless. I have so much fear, yeah, but I course. do it anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I, I don't let fear stop me. And so okay. in that regard, I have two books coming out this year. Yeah, you have you a know, lot. My business is, do, you know, is doing okay. Like, I'm okay with where I am, you you've know? You've taken stock of the year that you've yeah. had and you feel grateful for where you're yeah, at. Yeah, it could it be better. Yeah, it could be better. And it could be, but it could be so much worse. Yeah. And I could, you know, I, I notice sometimes, you know, uh, you know, I have a friend that, that always tells me, you know, my young friends <laughs> that some of my older friends, and not all of them, obviously, but some that they're like, you know, sometimes that they, that there's like jealousy and I'm like jealous of what, like most of my older friends live a different lifestyle, right? They're married to wealthy people or whatever, and they don't have to worry. But I think that, I don't know that jealousy is the word, but I think that maybe they'll, they look at me and they take stock of their own life and they think, well, look, I'm 60, whatever. And I haven't done any, like, or a lot of the things that I set out to do. I think that's what affects you mm. as you get older, yeah. that you look back and I'm like, wait, I've been this many decades on this planet. And what do I have to, what do I have to show for it? But everybody defines that differently. Sometimes it's a child, it's, it's a, your children, your grandchildren, a great marriage, yeah. a great, whatever, you know, success is different for everybody. Everybody. For me, I, I need a lot of different things. You know what I mean? You guys are this huge, huge part of it, but there's things that I want that are personal to me totally. that I, that I, and I like to challenge myself. I like to evolve. And so I think, you know, I, I feel good about own. getting a year older. Yeah because I'm here, because I'm whatever, I'm healthy for yeah. the most part. That's just, honestly, that's I really just focus on that. I, I know, you know. That's not lame. I, I, that's no, amazing. It that's not like lame. what it, it's about. I think that's like, that feels like you have your priorities in check. If that's where, where your head's at. That is coming up head on your birthday. At. Yeah. That is where my head is at. I don't, yeah. I don't see it as like, oh my God, I'm older. I'm like, wow, I'm older. Thank God. You know, you'll mm -hmm. see like for you, a highlight of I'm alive will not but become as important as later in life. When, when you, how many people have we seen die in their fifties in a, oh, in a no, week? You're totally, listen, you know? Yeah. So, so I'm, grateful grateful and that's that's why it sounds lame and basic but that's my high amen all the time like it really is it would have to be something really horrible for it to be a low my high is that i'm alive yeah and any lows and and that's a different perspective like you have you you know your highs and lows are more um here we go <laughs> what they're what my highs and lows are what surface um, trivial more self-indulgent right there we go Perfect. you're not trivial but it's like you get caught up in stuff like that I used to get so caught up in everything I look at Kathy that you know Kathy's such a planner right and like now we're all going to her house for Thanksgiving and mm -hmm. it's a lot of people and and I she wants and I no, she read me the itinerary this that morning. was me but that was me but like, guess what I, I get it that's exactly 
what you, that's where you're supposed to be in your early thirties. You're 30 yeah. years older and I'm you're at 30 a, years older. Sorry. But, you're okay. 40 years older. <laughs> no, you're 20 and some change years older and you're at a different point in your life. I think it's not fair to call what we do self-indulgent just because no, you've kidding. already done that. Part. Right. And I've done it and I've done it and right. I did it and it served me when I did yeah. it. Yeah. The planning, the lists, the menu, whatever. I liked it. I like, I still like, you still like it. I still like me. But I just, what I wish I could take away from her is like the stress part. It's like, it's going to be great. I don't know if she's stressed. Whatever. I mean, if she is, I just want her to know it's going to, first of all, I'm going to be there. So like, and I know. like, I'm just such backup for her, you yeah. know, but I talked she to her. She, have she to seemed worry. really like calm. She's excited about it. about it. She's so excited about it. And I think like, if you're not excited about it and you're doing all the planning, then that's where you go wrong. Right. But I think right, if right. you're enjoying it, then that's yeah. like amazing. Yeah. Um, but that's great. Okay. okay so should we go toughened. into my, yeah, let's go into my self-indulgent highs and lows. Um, yeah. <laughs> they are like uh, in comparison, they are self-indulgent, but I'm not going to name, I'm not going to call them that because they're not, you shouldn't, they're just my life. Okay. I'll start with my low. My low is more of like a grand scale low. I went to Runyon Canyon to go on a hike with John Liam, which if you don't know, it's like in dead center Hollywood. It's like the hike that you go on. We, um, when I tell you, this is not a joke and this is not an exaggeration there. I saw three anorexic women hiking and I'm talking like you couldn't see their arms or their legs. They were like this and it, hey, who wants that? Que feo. It's not about que feo. It's more of like, it made me really realize like, wow, we really are back in the place where this is like, I thought that had rampant. stopped. I thought that had oh, stopped. Man, are you kidding me? There's, there's commercials now for Ozempic. Like it's the heroin chic thing. The like being it's so back? skinny, you can't even see who, I don't like, like who the person is from the side. It was just so scary. Also, like, how do you have the energy to go up a mountain when you're that skinny? I mean, we've done Runyon a few times. And I remember one time going with Joanna Krupa to Runyon Canyon, not because she's skinny, anorexic, whatever. She's always been the same. But like walking behind her, because of course I was behind her. I'm like, I want to push her over <laughs> no, but... the, part, the part of me that's jealous. And then the part that loves her, it's like show me your ways but she's just a freak of when nature. I when I was living in Hollywood and one of the first times you visited I was like we should go to Runyon I was doing Runyon at least three times a week because I was like poor and I'm like that's a gym going on a hike is yeah a gym. yeah and we want we walked up the first like couple steps and you were like you, you looked at me you go I can't do this <laughs> but I did <laughs> it like, is this the whole way? No, and I was like, no. yes, but it's not. It'll plateau but at Runyon, a certain point. Was that Runyon? Because remember the one Runyon. we did in Malibu? No, Temescal is the hardest one. That's the one right okay. by our house. We do that one all the time. That's why we went to Runyon the other day. I did that I was with like, your I with you and your scenery. friends. I did that with you and your friends, and I couldn't make it all the way to the top. Yeah, but Runyon, I've really, done a lot since then. But it was the first time. I think it was the first time you had done it. You were like, well, remember, I live in flat. Florida. I know. I know where I know. all there is are, are you kidding? landfills. The, the first <laughs> no. time I did a hike, I thought I was going to die. I was like, this yeah. is insane. This is harder than any workout I've ever done. Anyways. Yeah. So it was really sad. And then it made me think, I forgot to tell this story that, um, I went to a Halloween party, like Halloween weekend. This was a while back now. And, um, 
you know, it was like this stupid, like it was sort of like a bougie Halloween party. And I went with my friend and we went to the area that they had like food and there were these little like mini strawberry shortcake desserts. They look so good. And my friend that I was with, she's like, that's my favorite dessert. She's like, I want that so bad. And I was like, take one. And then some girl like popped up out of nowhere. So skinny again, but like drunk. <laughs> she was she's like, like, don't eat that. She goes, those aren't that good. The thing that's good is like these chocolate brownies. She's like, oh, but I don't, my friend was like, I don't really like chocolate brownies. She's like, can I tell you something? And we were like, yeah, sure. What? Again, we have not met this. We don't know who this person is. And again, you can tell she's kind of drunk. And she's like, do any of you have, a, have an eating disorder? And me and my friend Nicole look at each other and I'm like, I mean, we all have, yes, but like we're, we're working through it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, but like, what's up? Just tell me what you need to say. She's like, I just don't want to like trigger anybody. And we're like, what do you need to say? And she's like, well, this isn't an eating disorder, but this is what I do. She goes, I'll take a bite of the dessert and I'll chew it and then I'll spit it out. And yeah, me and my friend Nicole look at each other and I go, babe, that's an eating disorder. That's a serious eating and disorder. She, you could see her brain blew up. She was like, no, what? What do you mean? I was like, yeah, that's an eating disorder. That's not, she's like, it's not bulimia or anorexia. I'm like, it's disordered eating. That's an, it doesn't matter. That's just like not healthy. And it is. It, I do think it's like a, a bulimia type thing. It's the same sure. as eating and throwing up. Yeah, but it's skipping the step of the throwing up so you don't decay your teeth because we don't want that. And and I was like, okay, well. And she just was like quiet for a second. Me and my friend Nicole were like, we're gonna, we're gonna go, we're gonna head up. <laughs> she was like, okay. And she, you just saw her standing there, and her whole world. Was she changed. very young? No, she was probably my age. And then my friend. Friend texted me yesterday. She goes, "Remember when you blew up that girl's life?" And I was like, "I didn't. I didn't think I did. Like, how could you not know that?" But, anyways, it just makes me again. Sad. We go back to self awareness, which is the most important quality any human can have. And I refuse to be friends with anybody that's not self aware. Self awareness, Beva. We used to think it was confidence. We used to think it was this. It was that. Self awareness is the biggest gift you can give yourself. Wait, what does self awareness have to do with what I just said? she's not self-aware oh you're self-aware I don't know like you're I don't think it's about self-aware I think she's dumb I think she was just dumb mommy well, okay. she's dumb if you th if you if you are walking around this planet thinking no because you I'm chewing food yourself and spitting it out and that's right. not an eating disorder that's just Be dumb that's not self lacking self-awareness okay well usually dumb people don't have self-awareness sure, because you're fine, incapable fine. right so yes. whatever okay. in her mind she's smart enough and she's done a workaround right in her head the fact that she allows herself to do that workaround makes her dumb and not self-aware I feel like I I don't know who this person was like not to be so fucking annoying but whatever this this Halloween party is like a celebrity Halloween party and this girl before she was talking to us saying that she was like a podcaster and I was like I wonder if she's like a well-known podcaster and I just don't like know her and I'm I've been trying to like find her <laughs> It's probably not a well-known because I wanted to be like, let me go on your podcast. Let me tell you about disordered eating, babe. Anyways, my low is that people are, people are chewing food and spitting it out. And there are anorexic people hiking and Ozempic is putting on commercials. That's all that that's my low. It just makes me sad, but also it makes me feel like I feel so much more confident in my body and being like strong and eating whatever the fuck I want. Like I, I I've like turned the other way. I'm like, who cares? Who cares? 
Yeah, I don't really care that much. I do care again because I'm older that I'm not getting enough nutrition, and yes. you know, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to mention Gilmore Girls again. But one of the reasons I love it is because Lorelai and I eat the same. Yeah, yeah. Except she's a TV character. I doubt that she does that. Right. Exactly. But, no, I'm gonna be better. I'm gonna be better. I'm working yeah. on it. As long as you're drinking water, that's like step one. Oh, yeah. Um. Okay. And then my high, my high quickly is just um. I was complimented. I was complimented by a very ugly, weird man, but a compliment's a compliment and I haven't stopped thinking about it. I was at Target the other day and I was like, Beva, do you get complimented so rarely that yes. you keep, that doesn't make any sense. How do you Mommy, not get complimented constantly? From strangers? You think yes, strangers Beva, are coming up to me like, maybe they don't come up to you, but when I go out with you on the street, Every single person you pass looks okay. at you. Okay, all right. And all no right. one Relax. looks at me anymore because okay, I'm an no. old hag. Okay, okay. And that happened when you were like 14. <laughs> okay. That's Can I tell back. my story, please? Yeah, go ahead. Not everyone is coming up to me and giving me a compliment. And honestly, we need more of it because compliments are really, it stuck with me. So I was at Target. I was shopping around the aisles. And then some guy, again, so ugly. He goes, hey, ma'am. And I go, ma'am okay I was like yeah and he goes he, he he went like this he went like come closer and I was like no no <laughs> I said yeah what's up like just say it louder I'm not gonna come close to you and he goes I just gotta say everything about you is beautiful and I was like thank you and then I'm like walking away like trying to walk away were you with Lola I was alone I was alone and I, I was like, I don't want to do this. This is like creepy. And then he, he was like, you didn't I just say, thank you. I said, of course it's, I said, thank you so much. And then I'm like going to turn to walk away. And he goes, your, your aesthetic is giving me elegant badass. And I was like, that is what you are. Elegant badass. Yeah. And you I get both those things from me. Let me tell you something. I painted my nails black. Guess what? <laughs> badass. <I'm> badass. <laughs> but I'm elegant. And they're and short, a, so they're a, elegant. And a lightly choking turtleneck. Um, you better believe that I told Jolly that a hundred times. And he was like, What did he look like? And I was like, I don't know, six four, tall, dark, handsome. <laughs> so Good ugly. You. Don't you didn't tell me he was ugly, did you? No, of course you I did. Told, no, are you, you told him he was hot? No, okay. I was like, he was cute. He was whatever. He wasn't like my type, but he was cute. Classically handsome, of course. Um, <laughs> so my high is just getting a compliment is really are, nice. are you good at accepting compliments do you handle yes. them graciously yeah are you i, I don't so i don't bad like at it gate it i go thank you so much and then you when, move on it's like thank you so much period and then you move on you don't have to be like stop no because then to me that's that's fishing for more it's like just say thank you and move on i didn't i didn't like do this you know other than like putting on makeup and like doing my hair beauty is an accident of nature you yeah, have nothing to do with it it's nothing it that was I all me for okay anyways moving on <laughs> um okay I want to start with some gossip okay Patrick Dempsey is the sexiest man alive and I couldn't agree more I couldn't agree more after you went oh. to the Venice Film Festival that's it that's it tuxedo and sunglasses that's his aesthetic he is the salt and pepper hair mm. He mm. is, he's just, it's like Lola when she eats something good. <laughs> <laughs> he's so fucking attractive. And I didn't realize how attractive he is. Right. By the way, uh, he was ugly to me when he, he was younger. Well, it, and right. now he is. I, I said oh. that. I said that to somebody, men in particular, 
sometimes they just age like fine wine and he's one of them he looks great but but it's right place at the right time you know what i mean the suit the glasses the golden hour getting off the you know the boat thing venice we no. just saw him in a different light i saw or him Con or wherever it was i saw him recently on like for uh the people shoot he did um i guess his wife is a makeup artist or hairstylist yeah yeah yeah, yeah she's a uh-huh. she, she was doing his hair on tiktok for like the video and th- there is something about the way he looks in that video oh okay so you didn't see the stuff that i saw months ago where but it's also like i i don't care for a man who's like polished and like no me neither no no. i like an undone man that like just it it works and i sent it to john liam and i said go to your hairdresser and tell him tell her you want that that haircut yes it's the same color hair same color and he has a lot of hair yeah i said because he he's been saying he wants to like get it shortened a little bit on the top and i was like give her this reference because you guys have the same face shape. Listen, John Liam is no Patrick Dem- Dempsey, but he no, John has, is very good looking. He is, but he has a face structure and the hair texture that I'm mm-hmm. like, you could pull this off. I'm trying to get Patrick Dem- Dempsey in my bed. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think that the whole thing came, he had a, 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 a rebirth, you know? Yeah. Uh, and it all started with those images that I'm telling you because they were everywhere. I gotta find and- this. Yeah, look, it, I think if Venice Film Festival, look it up. You're going to see what I mean, because generally I like when men are dressed down and I don't, whatever. I love, you know, a tuxedo and stuff if you wear it and you're comfortable in it. But he just looked, oh my God, the glasses. No, it wasn't like that. It wasn't. But you're, I mean, you're thinking, of, so he, he was wearing like, yeah. Whoa, this is. Let me see. Is, is it, it with the glasses? No, no. Okay, no. but this is. Yeah, no, yeah, but. Oh, okay, I got it. I got it. Let's got see. It, is it Venice, or yeah. was it? Con? You can't. You can't. Oh my god! And then his wife is. Look this. Yeah, something like that. But it was pictures where he was alone. And then his wife is in like a a le- leather bomber jacket. Yeah, she's over pretty her too. Beautiful dress. Like they're very chic and cool. They're pretty. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I got. It. I, I got. I got. I got what you want. Is it this? Yeah. He arrived by when he arrived by. Yeah. I mean, come on. He, it's a, it, you know, that's not our guy from, from that's Grey's not Anatomy. Our guy. That's, that's not, not that's a different dreamy. version. That's Patrick right. motherfucking Dempsey. Yeah. yeah. He looked. Holy smokes. I just like, wow. What, what a, I, I was not like a Grey's Anatomy, like Stan, like I didn't follow it to the very end and I didn't care about the McDreamy, McDreamy the McSteamy, whatever. This dreamy. got me. Honestly, yeah, it was yeah, a TikTok yeah. video. It was a TikTok. Yeah, no, it was, a, I saw that on TikTok with this thing coming out of, of the boat or whatever. And I'm like what you know where did, yeah. what happened where did he come yeah. from it, it, it's he's mm, hot anyways yep so that's that's huge congrats huge. patrick congrats you on deserved your... yeah well deserved speaking of compliments you are an elegant badass um met gala theme revealed sleeping beauties reawakening fashion right here's the thing nobody knows what the hell and no nobody knows I, I love how people interpret that what are the chances that that bethany is going to get it <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my right. god the other day you know her birthday you know she's a scorpio too so her birthday was a, a few days ago and she got a birkin it is the ugliest birkin ever you know it's like this green that's not a pretty green not like the kyle green or the or the sutton green this ostrich 
whatever. And then all of a sudden, you know, with gold hardware, she pulls it out and she makes this big deal. And then all of a sudden she gets these Manolo Blahnik shoes in the same color, but like the ones you wore for your wedding after Mm -hmm. it, but in that same teal green yeah, with with the crystal thing. And she's like, look, and I'm like, the fact that you're matching those things is the reason you will never be invited to the Met Gala ever. It's, it's like, so, I love Bore. She's so clueless. Wait, speaking of, wait, are you watching Selling Sunset, the new season? Has it started already? Yeah. Oh, I'm going to start today. It's pretty good, but it's also pretty bad. It, if it's not scripted, then this this is crazy. I feel like I'm watching oh, a I'm circus. Sure but there's like a really funny scene where Chelsea, that the new Selling Sunset girl from last season, yeah, throws herself a 30th birthday party and in the middle of the party gets a Birkin from her husband, which is so clearly she of had picked it out herself and like she's pretending like she's surprised. But in the middle of the party, she bent, she like squats down in her like red gown to open the box and open the bag. And it's, it's so humiliating. I'm like, if you're going to get a Birkin, do it. Like a Birkin is such a chic thing. Not anymore. I told you. I know. I know. Low brown out for that very reason. For that very reason, Beva. You don't open a Birkin on a TV show. You know what I mean? Embarrassing. It's so embarrassing. And I'm also like starting to become really, this is going to sound so pretentious, but I just mean this in like, let me explain my point. I am over dupes. I appreciate a good dupe, like a good dupe Chanel, a good dupe Fendi, whatever, a purse. I know like it's unattainable and so stupid to buy purses that are like thousands and thousands of dollars. But I think that's the point. Like if go on the real, real and buy yourself like one that's like 40, 50, 60, sometimes 80% off. That's like used. And you know, it's, I don't know. I'm just like, yeah, I see people wearing the the purses that like the brand doesn't even make like they don't right, make right, that right. color and, and colors and different so styles then yeah. what are we doing and who are we doing it for I'm so confused like I love bags because I love the I love feeling like I'm I have art on me you know what I mean right 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 I feel like you you know that about me I can't do the fucking dupes anymore I, no, I'm I like know. so I feel weird and I feel like it's not right <laughs> okay good but I yeah. think that's fine. But the Selling Sunset, the OCs, the, you know, Salt Lake City, it's all dupe city. It's oh all dupe God. city. It's so bad with the, but with the Chanel, everything no, no, or no. Dior. It's and horrible. you can tell, and the brands are mortified, by the way. Of course. Are you yeah. kidding? Of course. I'm, I can't believe there's not like some sort of lawsuit. But when we go into Beverly Hills, you know that all this shit is real. And it's like a different, I was not watching- everybody's well, not everybody, but most of the people, but I was watching this episode from, from Wednesday. And I was like, God, the- Beverly Hills just hits different. It does. It's like an, it's actual, it's actual wealth. It's actual like affluence. You're seeing people live yeah. in these gorgeous houses that they probably have paid for at least most of them. <laughs> paid for. I think, I think for example, like crystal, is very very affluent and her yes, husband is her very husband. affluent but it's a quiet wealth even I, though they have a great house but it's more quiet she is not and I like that you I know I like that too everybody else is too you know like Kyle I know there's money there obviously there has to be there's a private plane but Kyle I mean I thought she looked ridiculous you know what I mean she she looked good because she's thinner but like when she wore the black dress with the little straps that are like oh you're talking about the vegas trip yeah Yeah. and then the shoes listen here's something that doesn't make sense really really high platform 
stilettos are for tall people. I know that doesn't make sense because the tall people aren't the ones that need it. But seriously, yeah. take this advice from me. The shoe to person ratio <laughs> is too much when you're little and a third of you is a shoe this big and you look stupid. Well, seriously. clothes and fashion is all about shapes. Like you have to make sure the shapes of your but outfit it's not only make shapes. sense. Think about it. it this like no, that's 40% of her leg was the shoe. Yeah. It doesn't make sense. If she wore you like wore a really that, sensible, like normal yeah. four or five inch heel. It, she would have looked so much better. Like uh, one of those pointy toe shoes. Yeah. Like it would have been pump, so but whatever she yeah. would have. But what she wore made it look like strip or, you know, look that whole I think that episode, was the point because of Vegas. I know. I know. I, it, let, let's just get into Bravo bullshit. Let's talk okay. about Beverly, All right, Beverly Hills. No, go. No, keep going. Oh, okay. I want to hear so, your thoughts about the episode. Okay. So I thought... um. Which part? I, I don't want to <laughs> jump around too much. I felt that, you know, I'm 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 done with Sutton's bullshit. You know, the fact Sutton. that she can't, you know, she's ridiculous. She like la pobre. She she felt rejected. She felt that she wasn't brought up on stage. She would have liked somebody's face in her crotch. She would have loved that. She, she had the pants and the panties, it. like she said, and then she pretended to be outraged. And because I'm on the board of American Ballet Theater, it's like. Go sell crazy somewhere else. We're no, all it was, and okay. and I appreciated Kyle holding her feet to the fire and being yeah. like, Sutton, let's be by real way, here. By the way, with that, I will tell you, I would go, I would laugh, I would have a great time, but I would never go on that stage. I wouldn't go on stage either. Never in a million it, it years. It was a it's little. not who I am. It was a lot. I was like this all the time. Yeah, it was Me. more to, like, and like, I don't give a fuck about that right. stuff. And Erica, you know, with the guy between her legs and going like, like no yeah, no go, she, like that she was simulating sex uh, she and, was simulating it yeah. and it's uncomfortable if I put myself in her shoes but you want to set us a papelazo go for it go more also, give me you're more. in you're in Vegas you know what you're getting into but I'm you not actually be... were excited about it it's 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 clear as day what yeah. happened to Sutton yeah. and to so, pretend that we're dumb and don't know what's going on yeah and paint it as something else was so yeah that stupid. it's just it's just dumb. I, I just, I don't even know. What else happened on that episode? I'm trying to remember. I watched... Honestly, just a note that I wrote down that I like really loved was I love that everyone brought a glam squad except Kyle and Dorit. It made me feel like Kyle and Dorit are not only on like the same page in terms of like that stuff. Like you're, we're just doing a quick jaunt to Vegas to do like a fun little trip. It's not like that crazy. We can all get our shit together. But I think that Right now in this moment that we're watching, Kyle and Dorit are in the same exact place in their life, in their marriage. I think they're both like, don't know what the hell is going to go on. Dorit, I think, right. is not open about it at this point yet. Kyle is. I don't know. I, I just, I love the Dorit-Kyle situation right now. I'm loving where they're yeah. both at. Yeah, yeah. I, I think so. I like, and I really like Dorit's new look. Like, it's grown on me more. And I love, I love her the brown like that. Hair. She looks great. Um, And yeah, I mean- it was fine. Like it wasn't anything. There yeah. wasn't anything huge. I Same just, with Miami. I didn't feel Miami had that much. Um, yeah. So what happened? Uh, um, I guess. So Gertie revealed that she has mm -hmm, breast cancer, mm -hmm. which was so sad. Honestly, what made me cry the hardest was Nicole's reaction to. Yeah, I, I, say was, it. I was. I was. I was going to say that Nicole and Gertie have a very real friendship. Yeah, and it's, you can tell from. It's very clear. Like. Yeah. It, it, you know, at first I thought it, maybe it's just an alliance and I think it started out that way, but I think they genuinely care about each other. They're, I think they hang out 
when no, the they cameras do. are not oh, up, yeah, yeah, yeah. which they to do. me is a real friendship. They do. Um, so I like that. And I think what else, um, you know, Alexia, um, kind of not wanting to admit that oh. her and Todd, you were right about Alexia and Todd, like this, this yeah. second episode is like, whoa, yeah, there's a lot more under the surface. And you're right. Alexia is just like not wanting to. She's very private about there. stuff like that. And, you know, look, I understand that. You know what I mean? She's been through a lot in her life. She needs this marriage to work. She wants, or not needs, that's the wrong thing. She wants this marriage she to wants, work. And she's had so many marriages. She wants it yeah. to be real. Yeah. Yeah. And I hope they work it out. It would be such a shame if this, yeah. you know, whatever. But I think she needs to, she needs to, we talked about it. She needs to figure out who she is and, and whatever. What I see is that he is being smart about the platform and he is promoting his kind of business and what he's doing and being a mentor yeah. for people. And I think that's great. I thought it was really funny. There was one point that I was like, I had to pause it and play it again. It's like, because the thing is that look, Todd is very humble and, and so am I. <laughs> Dude, it's crazy. Talk about self-awareness. Yeah. It's, it's, it's the worst. And also, so have you I. noticed that like at that dinner where Alexia and Todd were having like their, their one-on-one -on -one dinner, when she listens to him talk, I guess she does this with everybody. She's like this. Uh-huh. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because it feels like she's listening to like a cult leader to be like, tell me what to do. Yeah. Tell yeah. me what to do. Well, I, I know told what to you do. that. I've always said like sometimes when Alexia's trying to capture something and she's afraid that her brain isn't going to process it right, it looks like the smoke is coming out of her ears. It's like, oh, that, that's uh -huh, what, what uh -huh. it is. I, yeah, yeah. It's like yeah. she she really is like trying to grab on to yeah. something. Hold she on tries something. really hard. She, she does, does try. Uh, I'll tell you something. I thought it was funny because I, I didn't watch any of the BravoCon stuff, but it came on after Miami and they put her on the the Shade Assassins panel. Oh, yeah. I saw the first cu couple minutes of that. And then I was like, this is so stupid. It's stupid, but it didn't make sense that even even Larsa. Yeah, that's true. Neither actually. one of them are like I would say as much as I dislike her that Marisol is she more, is more with of a the clapbacks and, yeah, yeah. and Gertie and all of them, you know, and, and she was so scared. Like I could mm -hmm. see her going because like, she's not good like, on her feet. She's not. She's not. And it maybe was they just... were trying to stump her. Yeah. By the no, way, I don't think talk about quickly. Can we quickly talk about BravoCon? Are yeah. you feeling a sense of like there's like a darkness and sadness to the BravoCon stuff that every time I, I like look at some sort of clips, I'm like, I think it's just Look, I think it. I don't want to. I know what anybody, you mean, but I. I just I, mean like I can't believe that people pay money to go I, to I that know. and I to, know. and to ask questions because the questions that people are asking in these panels, I'm like, you're a fucking piece of shit because you're so rude. You're standing in front of this person and you're. Yeah, you're, can you be any like more us. up somebody's ass or whatever? That was yeah. unnecessary. Talk shit about housewives on a podcast that everybody can listen to. Okay, don't do it in front of their face. <laughs> <laughs> look i think that that um it's it yes i i, I okay so you, the sadness is from the attendees right i think no yeah it's, it's not I, me it's too not the housewives and no the, because the like summer, it's, it's in their contract it's not only in their contract it's like why not like you yeah, know what i'm saying you have... want to come worship me come worship me but the people that are worshiping it's like it's a little yeah it's a little it's a little sad unless like listen if we got invited to Bra BravoCon, you know that we would be there as correspondents. As no, no, I would go. I would go to. I would go to Bravo. Like I would want a, a, a 
skinny Latina booth. In fact, they should give me sure. a skinny Latina booth just because yes. Bethany's such an asshole, just yeah, to yeah, piss yeah, her yeah. off, or or moderate a panel or something like that. Of course, right. I would go. I don't no, think there's anything I'm wrong not, with that. No, but I'm not going as an attendee. Like, oh I no, never. So much. No, I'm not even go. with free tickets. No, no, never. Absolutely not. No. God, especially Vegas. Ugh. Yeah. Sorry. Um, I thought they had like a look. I, I guess if you're a big fan. I no, I still think, I think, well, you know what? This is coming from some, I have, I've been to like six Jonas brother concerts. So You're going to be shocked about this, about but anything. Alina went one year, but it was probably, was it last year? It, last year was the first year. A BravoCon? Yeah. No, it's not. Yeah, it is. Last year was the first year of BravoCon. No, there's been BravoCon for years before that. No. Okay, now we're both going to go. How long has BravoCon been going on? How many Bravo? I found this on the web. Jesus, your thing is so loud. (laughs) Of course, the only thing that comes up is like 2023 because people were so, I don't know. Listen, I'm going to find out, but I'm I'm 99.9% sure that there's only been one and it was last year. <sighs> now I don't okay. know. Okay, well, whatever. It, whatever. I I think she went to in twenty twenty. She went to the one in New York, which makes more sense. Yes, and, and I uh, also think the first one, like that, it was a whole new thing. I think to go as as it's establishing more and more. I don't know. Now I feel bad, Glenda. We love Alina. Don't <laughs> tell her. We said I'm sure. That. <laughs> I'm sure she doesn't like that. She wanted, but but she's a kid too. You know what I mean? And she probably. I don't know that she would have. But I remember being kind of a little bit surprised by yeah. it. I don't know. But, it's just... but I. But yeah, I would go if I was invited to participate as a, as whatever. Oh, you know? Did you see Teddy Mellencamp was there? She pumped out like 500 podcasts with everybody. Teddy Mellencamp is in sufferable yeah why is that actually and he hates her oh he hates her and he doesn't he doesn't have any qualms about showing it on his right but why did they he probably invited her because of Tamara or something Tamara said somewhere that she had had words with with um with Teddy about something was Teddy invited or did Teddy go on her own accord and then no she was invited I think she was invited she had a room I don't know you know that you can like we can, if we wanted to, we can create our own event in Vegas at the same time. And, oh, totally. You know, whatever. We like, won't, look at but Joey, we Joey Gorga did some stand-up thing that apparently oh was a God, disaster yeah. or something. Yeah, totally. Well, we're not going to do By that. the way, I'm going to say this about this whole thing that's come up again about Louis wanting Alexia. Oh, yeah, I saw that. I yeah. think Louis wanted Alexia. And I think Alexia is being very nice, pretending that he didn't want her. It is creepy. That he was at, first of all, he went up to her just from what I've gathered. He went up to her in Barcelona or something while she was alone. Todd was, Todd knows about the encounter, but he was there, but not present at that moment. So he came up to her. She was with Todd at the time. She was already with Todd, but he wasn't there when he came. And then he, they bumped into each other in another country. And I, I do think he went up to her with interest. Alexia's yeah. very pretty and totally his type. She's totally. the blonde Teresa. She just won't say it, which, by I the way, I nice. wouldn't say it either. Oh, my God. I wouldn't I'm say it either. Teresa. If I were her, are you, that's terrifying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think no. she's being kind of gracious not to say it. Yeah. But I do think he was interested in her. A hundred percent. Yeah. A hundred percent. 
so you know and maybe in the back of that little tiny mind of Teresa's, she probably knows it too i think she does but yeah. and her but also she's married so it's like that guy is going to be such a mess there there are people asking about his what he does for a living now that he sold rulala that they can never get rid of him until you know he leaves of his own accord and he will when she makes you know he's he's working her to the bone and he put her on Ozempic. You know what I'm saying? She looks. And she does look like a bobblehead, like you said. She looks like a bobblehead. It's like really her, bad. Her body's really tiny, um, and and I think that he is going to milk her for everything she's got because there's no prenup. Oh, it was God. warned. Andy, whatever. do you remember how adamant he yeah, was? Yeah, but was like, like uh, she's not... going to do whatever she wants. She believes in love and blah blah blah. The love whatever. bubble. 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 Okay, back to Miami. There was the gay brunch and. Mr. Alex Norton appeared 500. Oh miles. God. Yeah. <laughs> Look. Um, yeah. Whatever. I don't know what to tell you. I There's mean, you know, he loves that thing. Like that's his thing. I don't know how he became, well, well, it's been years already. How he got close with Lisa. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Whatever. Listen, it, yeah, I, I, I don't want to say anything about it. I don't want to say anything about it. either. I don't want to because... say anything, but I don't have anything bad to say. No, me I just... either. I, I think I, I it's honestly like... think it was just like naturally happened because Lisa goes out a lot and like parties and like so does Alex. And I think naturally they just came together. And, and do I think that it's PR? Do I think that it's weird that like Alex bounced from one housewife you and was like my best friend and then now <laughs> is with Lisa and has infiltrated the housewife scene again? Yes, I think it's a little social climbing. That's all yeah, I'll well, say. He, he is, he is, um, he's your basic BravoCon attendee. That's what we'll say about that. Um, okay. And the, actually, I feel bad because Alex was a really good friend of mine. He was a good friend, but. And, and, and hold on. There was no falling out. I didn't have a falling out with Alex. It was just, we. I mean, he lived in our house. Yeah. And I think we, and he was a great friend of mine. We had the best fucking time together. But I think what happens is like. I was in college and I partied a lot towards the end of my college time. And Alex was like the best person for that. And then when I started coming back home to Miami after I moved to LA, I started to realize like, I don't want to do that anymore. And then I, it just naturally fell off. You know, I remember when that happened to me in 10th grade, like in that 10th grade, in 10th grade. That's remember so I grew up faster than you because immigrant parents and I had to just be everything yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember in 10th grade looking around at my friend group and thinking they're nice people but they are not on the trajectory that I want to be on that's right. all it was and not yeah. saying anything bad about them and years later you look at at the lives of those friends and I was right they may be very satisfied with their life but that life would not have been it, it for wasn't me. for right no it wasn't, it wasn't for, for me so i became friends with all the nerdy people which is where i belonged i <laughs> yeah. i was a nerd that was tried to be made cool by like loretta and people like that but that's not who i am and i i begged for honors english i begged for honors french i begged for whatever and boy i struggled but i did it you know mm. and to this day you look at those people and they're all like head of this head of they're doing big stuff and that's I like that. I like I like it's, that. And so listen, it's a better way I be. outgrew them. You know, you outgrew them. And I think like in life, especially like at my age or at least like five, six years ago, when you start outgrowing friends, it's really 
easy to feel very bad and feel like, well, I don't want to hurt anyone's feelings and I don't, whatever they say, like some people are in your life for a reason, a season or a lifetime, whatever. It's true. Like once you look back, I, I have friends that were like, we were so close mm -hmm. that I do not speak to anymore. And it's not a bad thing. It's again, it's nothing is like a falling out. It's it wasn't a falling out. Like and a, it's happened to me today. It happens, today. And it's okay. Like, I think that I, some people just, I, we don't have a lot to say to each other. Right. Do you know what I mean? The conversation is not, it doesn't add to my life. And what I have to say doesn't add to theirs because they're frankly not interested in the subject matter. And so therefore there's like, yeah, and, what and, are you and, gonna do? And, and by the way, you don't miss it. Like, you know, it's funny. You don't but miss that's it. It's like kind of like biggest, a little bit of a relief. It's an indication that it's, that yeah. that was the right move. It was out. That you it don't a, yeah. feel like there is yeah. a hole in your chest because of right. it. Right. And it's like, there's like, people that I talk to not that often, but every time I talk to them, it's meaty. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, I know like, exactly like, what you're saying. Like, Leah, for example, you know, Leah, that for years I wasn't friends with Leah and I didn't like Leah and Leah, whatever. I'll talk like yesterday, I, whatever, we agreed to catch up next week. We'll talk, we'll spend whatever. And then I won't talk to her for another, you know, month, but I get something out of it. I learned something. I, whatever. She says some things that are really wise and, and, you know, like that, just same with my friend, Jenny, same, same with Glenda, same with whatever. You don't have to be with these people all the time. When I think about moving from Miami, people go, well, what about your friends? It's like, what about my friends? Yeah, I'll talk to Sylvia them. will, will come and visit me all the time. I will go come visit her. Glenda. I mean, all the time, none like of those sister. things. Well, yeah, that's not going to change, but for me to live in like a climate or an environment or closer to my daughters, that makes sense for me. Friendships that are enduring, they, you will find a way. I think also, I was just talking about this with my friend, Marie McGrath, friend of the pod. She was asking me about how my friendships have changed since becoming a mom, if at all. And I was like, oh my God. I was like, first of all, when I was pregnant, I realized that the people who were closest to me, I didn't want to be around. <laughs> I don't know why. I was just like hormone shit, whatever. But once I would say in the last six months, I've like really taken stock of my friendships and I've realized I always tried to put my friendships in a box of like, everyone has to be everything to me. Like I need to be able to go deep and not surface level with everybody. And me that's too. not true. No, no, I know. I but, have but friends with, for different things. Like I have friends that I can like sit on the couch with and talk to them about everything and cry and tell them every single thing happening in my life and walk away without the emotional hangover of like, did I reveal too much, whatever. Right. And then I have friends that I can go to lunch and brunch with and dinner and like have a great conversation. And it's that's fine too. Gonna like, go yeah. that deep, but that's, it's still nourishing me in a way, you know, like everyone is in your life. You choose I used to be how able you to want share. your friendships to be. Right. I used to think I could share with everybody, but no, honestly, like for example, Glenda, no, Glenda, I will tell her where the, she knows where all the bodies are buried. Yeah. She knows. And so I know where Jackie. her bodies are buried and I will, if we have to exhume them and bury them again, I'm, I'm in whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Is that the case with everybody? No. Sylvia, to some extent, you know, I trust her enough. I just, you know, and I, and I will talk to her and I like that she's self-aware if I tell her like, Hey, you know, you did this and I didn't like it. Like I can have that conversation with her. And I said, and before you, you say, no, not me, just listen. She goes, okay, okay. Tell me. Yeah. And she'll listen. That's it's so, it's, a, it's a really, well, she's very smart too. You know yeah. what I mean? But there's people that is like, 
I don't do whatever. I don't have time for that. Because if you tell me you like, I've always been when you guys were little, I was never that parent that's like, oh, not, not my child. There's no way my child this. If somebody will say no, because babe, I'm like, what does she do? What does she do now? Okay. Well, it's terrible, but that was my default. <laughs> yeah, but why don't you use Gothi as an example? Gothi is an example too. Got <laughs> you never did anything wrong. Gothi beat the kidding. shit out of people. <laughs> she did. Like, she did. She did to defend you. She thought it was okay. That's your dad's fault because he told her it was okay. But what I'm saying is like, That's I was, okay. I'm not a denial type person. It's like, if you tell yeah. me, Hey, you've done this. And it's like, I guess maybe I have, you know, but I won't mm. like argue. Not anymore. I think there I was, was a time say, that I did not that. anymore. No, not anymore. Yes, That's why I'm telling you, I would not that. go back for yeah. anything. So yes, I'm very <laughs> selective about friends now and how I spend my time. And sometimes I'll look at things on Instagram and it's like, my God, I, I would die if I had to, what a waste of time that would be, you know, things that maybe before I would have wanted to be included in, or it's like, no, I'm tired care. of saying no, you know, but it's like, I could be doing something else. Like yeah. anything, anything, anything that I would at prefer. All. Yeah. Anything and so all. it's, and, and you know what? I don't think we should feel bad about that. I think that evolution is real and you continue to evolve throughout your life and some things fit and some things don't. Yeah. Can't wait yeah. to see what friendships I get rid of down the road. <laughs> Have you gotten rid? I mean, you know, we were talking no, about no. I, Alex I, that didn't just doesn't fit into your lifestyle yeah. anymore. But um, but I haven't still gotten have rid of so many of your I, same friends. I you, do. I it's really it was just like it was a it was a core of like college friends that I had that were and even I have called I have my four really good college friends: Cameron, Britt, Johnny, Kenny. Yeah, so that's my are, core. But I didn't really hang out with them except Brit in college. I have Brandon, Poppy, David. Oh my Nick, God. Do you remember that? Jackie, I know because we Alex, were always Pam. Yeah. I, we went out all, but that's the thing. I did like Molly every weekend. <laughs> oh my God, Mava, please don't tell me that stuff. I don't look, can I tell you something? I used to do that. I understand. I don't want to know any of those things. See, no, I want to be in denial. It's okay, already okay. passed. Okay. I don't need to know that because it makes me feel like. You didn't know what was going on. Yeah. And, and I made sure that everything, all the pregames were at our house. And no, like I know. But remember when, when we had, when you told me I had to stay in Miami for college. Right. And I, I lived at home. We had to have a discussion of like, okay, that means like, I don't have a curfew because I'm in college. Right. Like right. Well, you can't I mean, ask me curf- where I've been. You can't. No, yes. Wh- I can ask you where you've yes, been. Yes, you can. But I'm, I'm just saying like, you have to treat it. You also- asked me where I've been today. You know what I'm saying? Like, Gathi is like, oh, I just, what are you doing in Hollywood? Because she tracks my, my stuff, you know? No, but I am glad. What if I like drop dead and like, you know, Delray Beach and um, she sees, you know, it's a good thing. It is a good thing. It is a good thing. But, um, listen, it's a good lesson. It means that even when you thought you were in control, you were not in control. (laughs) I never thought I was in control with you. Never, never. But like, I don't need to know that. Like, just stop. not my proudest moment tell, tell me it's a lie it's a lie of course I'm joking I've never done a drug in my life all right anyways <sighs> should we end with like a quiz or something should we end with you not being a drug addict now I'm a drug addict perfect <laughs> I think I have some quiz questions Ooh. that every once in a while I'll write them so you write but down maybe- quiz questions but you won't, won't write down the highs and lows of the week interesting because I don't do i have quit hold on i I do i believe i do all right 
Um, Hit me. <laughs> um, hey, what was the Louisiana purchase? Oh, God. Was it the purchase of Louisiana from the French? <laughs> um, <laughs> was that right? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. You don't know? Funny. Well, yeah. I mean, I know it was when it was acquired, but I don't know if it was, yeah, from the French First Republic in 1803. Okay, that was a stupid question. What's a hyperbole? A hyperbole? Yeah. Let me a ask hyperbole you is an exaggerated statement. <laughs> you weren't looking at me, and that really just goes to show you how uncontrollable I am. <laughs> it's an exaggerated statement or claims not meant to be taken. All right. What, can we just end this episode by you telling me in Spanish, in Spanish, that when you were in college, you partied hard and did Molly and I, the control is an illusion in Spanish. Oh my God. That's hard. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I got to give you something hard since you apparently know things. Okay. Cuando yo era como 21, 22. Um, Cuando yo... yo tenía 21, 22 años. Okay. But what I said also worked. It was just long. Winded. Okay. Um. Yo hizo, hice, yo hice drugs. <laughs> okay. Cada semana yo hizo drugs. <laughs> Porque mi, mi amigo David era un drug dealer. <laughs> Entonces yo nunca necesitaba pagar para los drugs. <laughs> Entonces... Mi amigo oh, David. My mother doesn't listen mi, to this. Mi amigo David vi, vi, vive, vivo con. Vivió. Vivió, vivía, vivía. Vivía con, con otro amigo que. Brandon. Brandon. Y entonces ellos hicieron un party cada semana en la casa con drogas. Drogas. How do you say drugs in Spanish? Drogas. Drogas. Con con alcohol, con todo, era un um, espacio muy safe para oh, hacer sí, los, con... los drogas. Las drogas. Las Pero drogas. esas drogas que tú dices, no, muy en malo. mi casa no estaban. No, no en tu casa. Estás loca. Ah, ok. <risa> Estás loca. No. Ay, Pero yo, ¿cómo um, dices woke up? You but, but woke up figuratively or woke up literally, literally, literally. I me literally woke up. One no, day. that's figuratively. That you me di cuenta, like you, no, like no, no, you, no me di oh, cuenta. you woke up. Me desperté un día. Me desperté cada día en la semana el domingo. Me despertí y me despertaba no, de, despertada y yo sentí tan malo, tan tan me, tan malo. Y entonces me da cuenta. Me di cuenta. Me di cuenta. Ok, no más drogas. <laughs> You're going to kill me. You're going to kill me. You no, know what's going to kill me is like low. I'm getting my karma back. I know I am. It's going to be. God, bad. I hope not. I hope not too, but I think I will. I've already <laughs> started well. telling her the tattoos are horrible. Yeah. Um. Oh my God, Beva. I didn't. I mean, I figured you had tried that. 
It was like, I would you say didn't it was do like it a, every weekend. Mommy was every weekend for like two months. And it oh, was, okay. Two months. Beva, you act like you were like, had to go to rehab. Mommy, it was Molly every weekend. That's, I don't even I'm, know what that is. Is it's that like ecstasy? Taking, it's like taking, it's the, it's MDMA. So it's like the purest form of ecstasy. And I loved it because it got you really happy high and you could dance and it felt really good, whatever. Is but that the, why everybody, like I went through water bottles in my house, like. Yes, correct. That's why <laughs> Jolly Ranchers, I would bite the inside of my cheek. So I would bleed. It was really bad. Why and would so, you, you would do that on purpose? No, because you're, <gasps> it's, it, there's like an oral fixation, which is why you should be have, you should have something in your mouth, which is why people have Jolly Ranchers in their mouth. Cause you can like play around with it for like an hour and it doesn't really dissolve. Anyways, I, the issue is when you take Molly and you wake up the next day, your, um, your serotonin is so, so, so low. Cause it was you get spiked depressed, so high. Right? You get depressed. People commit suicide. Cause it's so bad. And so there was one time that I woke up and it was like, I was like, this is, I'm, I feel so bad. And it, it, I really did wake up to the idea of like, oh, I would rather have a good morning than a good night. That's been like my thing forever now. Cause I'm just like, did anybody like help never you? Like, I bet it. Anna Sophia, you told, if you told her, she would tell you don't do that anymore. No, I it, listen, we're, we're all in college. Everybody was, if you weren't doing that, you were getting blacked out. At least I wasn't never getting blacked did. out. I would remember everything. I never did anything that I wasn't, I wasn't like under the influence of like, oh, I don't know if I should. I was there. I was just like an elevated version, happier version, like carefree Kathy version. would never do anything like that. Kathy knew about this too. Also, do you remember when- But she would never do it. No, of Kathy's course never not. done any drug ever. No, no, she, she would not do it. And I am glad I had the experience because I, let me tell you something. I will never do Molly again. And I have friends who still do it. I have three drinks max and I'm like, good night. Cause I'm like, I've been there, done that. I think it's the same thing as like, when you like, it's- <laughs> sleep around you're just like and then and then you get married and you're like yeah I don't feel like I need to like dick down anymore <laughs> anyways all right um please <laughs> subscribe and rate and I don't hold any of this against me I tried my best you tried your best and I think I tried well. my best I had one perfect daughter and another one that's a slutty drug addict I guess Who's been, lightly, was. who's been lightly choked this whole episode. And, and this whole time and liked it while talking to her mother. I mean, that's a whole nother level of kink. Oh my God. I'm sweating. It's hot here. I did this for the fans. <laughs> I need to take this off. I'm going to die. Okay. I love you. Goodbye. I love you. Bye.